Hello listeners, welcome to Retrospective Replay, serialized podcast taking an in-depth look into video games. This is Resident Evil 4. Ian and with me tonight is Michael. Hello Michael. Hello Ian. How you doing? I'm not too bad thank you. How are you? Yeah okay I suppose so. Socials. Twitter at Retro Replay Pod. Facebook Retrospective Replay Podcast. No patch notes from last week. Um, obviously we didn't put an episode out last Monday just in the light of the news. So we skipped a week but on episode four when I edited that I didn't hear anything that needed correcting. Very good. Don't think we've had any patch notes for a while now, actually. Yeah, that's because we know our stuff. We know our stuff. We are experts in our field. We're experts in everything. <laughs> so last week, we left it in a house, in a safe point, about, I don't know, halfway or so through the chapter. Yep. And now we start in the house. And as we make our way forward, there's a giant door with a retinal scanner on it. And it only opens for Mendez. And I think he said uh, something like, only before my sight, the door will open, didn't he, in the uh, yeah, yeah. in the note. So we carry on. And that takes us towards like a, a sky lift. And when you get up to the top, you're at the top of a, like a huge valley. And the wind starts up and the sky lifts are going past. I noticed you could see a couple of guys from the top. Did you see that as well? Uh, yeah, you can yeah. snipe them. You can snipe them. Yeah, that's good like that and then the screamers that fall down um, but it's really far it goes into the, the blackness it's just in the, off into the infinity isn't it mm. you can't, can't see the bottom so you no. grab on the sky lift and as you go down uh, some ganados start coming up on the sky lift on the other they come up the opposite direction and you can shoot them and I think basically you only have to hit them once don't you and they fall off yeah and once they fall off they just fall down after you yeah. ah. but if you let them jump over they jump on top of the sky lift and then start hitting it, like your sky lift, until it drops and it falls off in the in the blackness. No, oh, right. That never I didn't let that happen. I didn't, but I found a video online which is really handy for me, um, from when making notes, which shows you all deaths in Resident oh, okay. Evil 4. And it's massive. It's like a it's like a 35 minute video of Leon dying over and over and over. Do you want to credit who the video is, who made it? Oh, I'll, have to, I'll have to look it up. You put me on the spot. Hang on. I mean you can edit it afterwards. Just give other people credit for their their work, referencing and all that. We don't want to be accused of plagiarism. It is by the Gamer Max channel, and it says Resident Evil 4 HD Project All Death Scenes. That's what it's titled. I'll put a link in the description in the show notes. That'd be quite cool to look at, actually, because I didn't die. I mean, I died many times, but I don't think similar deaths. This is like yeah. bosses. Tell you, it was one death that um, surprised me that I didn't know it was a death. Uh, you remember when we met the Del Lago to uh, the lake? Yes. Yeah. If you just run up to the edge of the lake before you get on the boat and start shooting into the water, the Del Lago comes up and eats Leon from the pier. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know about that at all. Cool. No, I didn't know that. Skylift, anyway. So it gets to the bottom after we kill all the Ganados, and Leon and Ashley jump off, and there's a control room down at the bottom. There's a few items in it, in the, in the cupboards. There's bullets, grenades, other things. I mean, I'm saying what type of items are in there, but I don't think it'll be the same for everybody. 
Not all yeah. the items, anyway. I think some might be, but not all of them. I think it's a bit, uh, a bit sort of random, isn't it? Like we were talking about last week. Was it like sort of dynamically assessed ammo? Yeah, where it adapts to what it. you need. Yeah. I believe. So we leave that control room, descend down some stairs. If you check the map, you'll see some treasure. So it's always worthwhile grabbing the treasure. And this treasure is the end of a cave, just basically on the opposite side of the area of where we first met Luis, wasn't it? Like, if you look at the map, it's right next to it, but you go straight on towards some caverns, and there's a guy with dynamite, and I died here once because I got stuck, and the dynamite killed me. Hmm. When I started again, I shot him through, like, the, the window. It's not really a window, but it's like a, a hole. It looks like a window. It looks like it was caved out. And you kill the guys, and you move up the ladder, and then you get to, what would you call it? Like a sac- sacrificial altar, really, isn't it? It says, bit, yeah. blood is fresh here. And then he's, then Leon says, is, was there a ritual? Uh, uh, and at the end of this, there's a yellow cat's eye, which goes into the beer stein. So you turn around and backtrack to the stairs. And when you get to them, you go down the stairs to the bottom and the left. There's a save point and a merchant just in the middle of nowhere, which is normally a sign. And then it's normally a sign of a boss fight. If you talk to him, welcome. He has nothing new, but it might be a good time to upgrade weapons or buy health if you need it. Leaving the merchant, spin around, move up the path to a door. This door takes us down a winding path to a barn. And I'm pretty sure you saw the barn in Mendez's note. Pretty sure there's a picture of it. Yeah, there was. There definitely was. And as you approach the barn, you get a cutscene. Leon tells Ashley to stay outside and to hide. Then he enters the barn to look around. And then once again, I, I don't get this, Mendez is, is behind him. Like, you know, no sound. But Leon's moved like about two feet away from the door at this point. How has he managed to sort of sneak behind him again? Just like in the house. He's a ninja. I mean, I, for a big guy to say him, I don't know how. To, yeah, It's, it's yeah. just for, it moves the story along. The music for Torres Mendez starts to play. And then the big cheese grabs Leon by the neck and throws him across the barn like a ragdoll, where he proceeds to hit the ironworks and fall to the ground. Queso Grande then grabs two iron handles of the door and then literally twists them together with superhuman strength so the door can no longer be opened. He walks back over to Leon to punch him, and we get a QTA. So if you miss the QTA, and this is from the Gamer Max channel, if you miss it, you will grab Leon by the neck and then choke him to death. But we don't. We get the QTA. Leon dodges and kicks over a barrel, which spills a flammable liquid. He pulls out his gun and says, Hasta luego, which is bye in, in Spanish, according to Google Translate. Hasta luego. Yeah. In, what does is, what is Tim say? I thought it was hasta, hasta la vista. Well, hasta, hasta la vista. vista is that not see you later? Well, if you're going to kill him, then you're not going to see him later, are you? And maybe hasta just says, hasta, hasta la vista sounds better. Hasta luego sounds not as cool as Hasta la Vista, baby. Exactly, so that's probably why they say it. I think Vista obviously is to see, so it yeah. doesn't be don't like see you again. It's coming up like see you later comes up with Hasta luego as well, but if I go bye, adios. I'm sure I put Hasta luego into Google and it said uh, bye. When I'm translating the other way around, it's saying adios and adios, and now that's reading it, that, that rings a bell, so hang on. Adios. Yeah, Adios says goodbye in Hasta la, hasta la vista, which comes up by. I, I guess it's all just different ways of saying it. Hasta la vista comes up as by. Yeah, mm. I think it's just different ways of saying it. Like, um, um, au revoir is 
goodbye in French, but you just say à bientôt, and that's until I see you again. Yeah, Google Translate is not not perfect, but you know it's pretty good. The barrel explodes and sets fire to the barn, and then with his horrible sound, Mendez, his upper half grows up and his spine gets longer, and his gets these horrible. He had his fingernails grow into massive claws, and he gets like these insect kind of appendages yeah. that grow from his body or, or from his from his new long spine. And then we fight. So it's a two stage fight, and I don't think there's any real strategy to it. I think you just shoot him. I just found that I pull out a shotgun and I just kept running back and forth trying to avoid him. Yeah. So you can go up in the barn, you can climb some ladders and go at the top. And when you do that, I don't think he follows you right now, does he? He just puts his um, like really long long appendages up and, yeah. he, and he feels around trying to get you. So if you go up, there's a couple of items and things. Um, you get a better view of the barn and you can shoot a few barrels to hurt him. But once you cause enough damage, he'll split off into a second form. His upper torso breaks off and then he uses the long arms on his back to move around the barn like... I don't know, it feels like almost like a spider-like motion, doesn't it? Yeah, he's kind of swinging as well, though. I think yeah. he climbs up and starts swinging around. He's the king of the swingers. He's a jungle VIP, a barn VIP. You need to be able to dodge as well, though, because there's a QTE in this, isn't there? No, or is it just dodge? Yes, there's a QTE in the first form. Yeah. I'm not sure in the second form, because I managed to avoid him pretty much all the time. And all you do now, if you go up, he can follow you now, because he uses the big, long arms to move around the barn so he'll follow you up at the top but you just just shoot him really there's no way in particular i don't think maybe yeah. maybe his headshot causes more damage but i didn't even try i just i just fired rounds into into the main mass probably yeah. because we're playing on easy of course when you cause enough damage he falls to the ground and his glass eye drops out i found him to be quite an easy boss yeah he wasn't too hard at all i know we're playing on easy but i found it to be relatively he was a lot easier than the El Giganti, the second one I found. Yeah, or the Delego. Yeah, but I think the problem was, that, well, for the second one, at least there was no Ashley that you didn't have to worry about her here. You could just, yeah. you know, get on with it. So you move over to the dead body, interact, and you pick up the eye. And upon doing so, it causes a part of the barn to fall open. So best to collect any items that you may have missed and then jump on out the barn. And when you dive out, Ashley comes running over and asks if Leon is okay. She then starts to follow us again. It wasn't a cutscene or anything. And we can just backtrack to the door with the retinal scanner on it. So that's up the paths, up the sky lift and out. You get some money off from as well, don't you? You get quite a bit of cash. Oh, yes, you do. Sorry. I think it's like 15,000 again. Is that a f- 30, 15? Maybe 15,000. Maybe yeah. 15. So we get to the retinal scanner and use the eye and it beeps and opens up. What happens if he hadn't used his glass eye, if he had just used his real eye for the retinal scanner? I don't think it would have worked. But, but like, no, I mean, why didn't, like, Queso Grande use his real eye? Why did he use a fake eye? Because that wouldn't be as cool in the story. <laughs> yeah, throwing's all right. So you move through the door and you get a cutscene which shows the castle. And when we return, we see couple of ganados in front so you can take them out and move up the path halfway up you hear a truck start up and starts beeping and drives at us and you have to shoot the driver to cause it to flip but the first time i caused it to flip i was standing too high up the path and it just slides down to the same place yeah. every time and crushes you that's happened to me i got done by that twice because i thought in one sense you could just jump to the side right you can't. 
And then the second time I sniped out the driver, but yeah, then the same thing. It got crushed. It slid down and crushed me. And fun fact, you can actually use an egg to take the driver out. Can you really? Yeah. Okay. As we walk past the truck, you hear the door open behind and about mm, 10 Ganados start to chase. Did you take them out? Um, I think I took out some of them with the shotgun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think it was the shotgun I used, yeah. Yeah, I think if I'd have been playing anything harder, I wouldn't have. And if you move up the top of the hill now, there's some barrels on the left-hand side, and you can see the castle. Pushing on slightly, gameplay turns into a cutscene, and the music, Hard Road to the Castle, plays. There's a lot more Ganados who close in on Leon and Ashley. They run over the bridge while the Ganados are closing in. Uh, Leon spots there's two, like, cranks to raise the bridge and he tells Ashley to take one and she's okay. Leon asks if she's ready and then the two start working in tandem and they raise the drawbridge blocking the Ganados from the Venry. Leon says come on and Ashley says yep at the end of the castle and that's the end of this chapter. So have you got your stats this week again? Yep. Excellent. So my hit ratio I am 89 and 83. I'm 81 and 82. Enemies killed 61 and 268. I've only 30 killed this time. Oh, because you went the other pathway, 227. So you had much more enemies. I had the El Gigantic ah, too. Yes. And deaths. I had four deaths on this chapter, making five in total. I died four times, and that's nine in total, but there's a couple of them that don't count. So, the, so that's six. Yeah, six. Okay, that's not bad. One death between us. Yeah, but I died from the El Gigante oh, too many times in that time, because, and it was over Ashley. Yeah. I'm not sure if classes that as deaths or not. Does it not? I'm not sure. But I think he killed me as well while I was trying to keep her protected. Need to try and test it out, actually. So now we start chapter 3 1. And we start in the castle, and immediately there's a merchant to the right. So we talk to him. Welcome! And he has some new stuff. Got a selection of good things on sale, stranger. And I bought, at this point, a large attache case, the castle treasure map. I upgraded my shotgun to the riot gun, and I bought the TMP. Plus, I made a couple of upgrades, so I've spent a lot of money. Yeah, I think I had some... Well, I bought the big attache case, and I bought the castle map. I think I bought the red nine here as well. All right, that laid on. Yeah. I don't think I'd bought it previously, um, and I had taken that new pistol from the guy that you got for Butterfly. No, 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 the one for the blue discs. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I think I sold that back and then um, just bought the red knight. Right, I see. And I can't remember what it was now, and I've not wrote it down, but there was, I think there was some treasure behind this hut. There was a treasure case, but I don't think there was much in there. Maybe it's like 1,500 pesos or something. I don't think yeah. there was anything uh, important. I think there really. was like 5,000 or something like that. Pe- was it? Pesetas, yeah. Yeah, so not pesos, pesetas. What to, what to pesos? Uh, Mexico, I think. Is it Mexico? Yeah, sounds right. So there's some ladders, and we move up. And it takes us to an outside castle area where we are introduced to some new enemies. What would you call them? Should we call them monks? Yeah, I guess monks. I think I think they're just classes Ganados again, but I think more like monks or fanatics would uh, make more sense. Cultists. Cultists, yes, cultists. That's a brilliant word. That's the word of the day, cultist. Word of the day, cultist. And it's really creepy because they start to whisper and chant. Yeah, yeah. It's and creepy it's, as hell. It's off-putting, isn't it? There's only one way to go, and you follow the path, and you go up some stairs where you'll probably bump into some cultists, and then as you go around the corner, 
we get a sort of this little cutscene that shows a guy in a goat mask. Would you say it's a goat mask? Yeah, a goat skull on his head. And he orders an attack from the catapult, and the catapults start a barrage of attacks against us. The music catapult then starts to play. They're flaming catapults. Yeah, they are actually on there. They're flaming catapults. And it's not hard to dodge them, but what is can be a bit tricky is to get the timing right so that Ashley doesn't get hit. She got hit for me on one of these or twice, I think. Well, I, what I did with this is I told her I brought her down to the bottom of the stairs and I said, wait there, and then I pull out my rifle, sniper rifle, and just picked off the catapult, guys. Ah, okay. You do risk her getting picked up that way, though, by somebody. Does anyone pick her up, no? No, 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 because there was nobody behind me, and I knew that the way behind me was clear, and I well, I left her... I didn't leave her too far behind. Yeah. Um, just enough where you could dodge it easily, get to behind cover, and then snipe the guys, and then when you had that clear, then bring her on. So I did it in stages, so I just got her to follow me after I cleared off the catapults that I could see. Did you uh, ever play a game on the PlayStation, Abe's Odyssey? Yes. When Leon says, follow me, does it strongly remind <laughs> you of Abe's Odyssey? Follow me. Yes. <laughs> follow me. It really does. Every time he says, follow me, all I think is Abe. I'm just expecting Ashley to go, okay. Okay. That was a good game, but it was weird. <laughs> I barely remember it. I, I think I only ever played the demo. Mm. I don't think I played the full game. I'm not sure if I actually only played the demo as well, now that you mention it. But I know the game. I mean, yeah. Wasn't it called Odd World Abe's Odd, Odyssey? Yeah, that was it. Odd World Abe's Odyssey. You move past that first catapult. Obviously, you are killing all the guys. But you move to the next level where you can see more guys manning catapults. And there's barrels. And you shoot the barrels, they blow up, and they, they destroy the guys. Man in the catapults. Um, but there's a house. And in this house is a guy with a massive scythe who, for me, he charged Ashley. I stood Ashley in a corner and he charged Ashley and then he just kind of ran past me. So I just shot him in the head. That's what we're doing. Took him down with a shotgun. If you go into the house, there's a yellow herb and around the back of it is a gold bangle. And I messed up here and Ashley died. Yeah, I thought... I thought I'd die, but I didn't actually die once downstairs and once upstairs, from both from catapults. So these big doors where I left Ashley, it's it's slightly foreshadowing. And Leong says, it's going to take a lot of firepower to destroy this gate, which I've got a bit of a problem with this, to be honest, because you run round a corner and there's a crank. You operate the crank and it brings up a cannon. Then you've got to use the cannon, but it's a bit strange because the explosion doesn't seem that big from the cannon, you know? It seems to take a long time for the cannonball to travel to hit the gate. So, and the angle of the cannon is aimed really high, and the position of the cannon is higher than the door. So not only is the cannon at a higher level than the door, it's aimed up over the door, yet it seems to do this weedy little shot, which then destroys the door, but it takes like a second and a half to travel, and it's traveling like 50, 60 feet. It just, it just, feels, it just doesn't feel right. I'm not sure how to, how does, what's the dynamics or the physics of a cannonball coming out of a cannon, though? Over 50 feet, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be fairly straight and not be very parabolic. Overall, it'll be a huge parabolic arc, but the first 50 feet of a cannon surely is going to be, um, it's going to be quite straight, you know? But it's the way the whole door explodes. The whole door explodes into a thousand bits and yeah. it takes some of the wall with it and the, and the cannon didn't look that powerful. The explosion was tiny. Yeah, no, you're right. I think the way the door exploded was 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 stupid. And then why, when you operate the the crank, does the cannon end up pointed 
at the door. There's a tutorial on the internet here of a cannon and then the weight. And then there's something called the quadratic drag. So it goes up and then falls down. Right. And the target is, yeah, I don't know. But I, I think I think what you're saying, it does go in an arc, though, when you fire a cannon. It does go in an arc, but like I'm saying, the door's like 50 feet away from yeah, the yeah, cannon. Yeah. So it's not going to go that much of an arc because the cannon is higher than the door. So it's yeah. going to have to go a real steep arc to hit that. It's not going to do it over that short distance, I don't think. Not with the power you'd need to destroy the door. You could do it, but you would need very little power. And at that little power, the door wouldn't explode like it did. No, I suppose it wouldn't. But that's it's fine. It's fine. It's it, it's a game. We'll we'll leave it there. <laughs> if we move through the broken door, there was a merchant, and he had nothing new for me. No, it seems funny you put a merchant there. Maybe it's just for health or something. Mm. So, yeah, it's it's very short after you met the last merchant. Yeah, it's it's nothing really. There's a very short walk forward, and we move through another door into the interior of the castle. As we step through the door, Honigan calls. She says, Leon, what's your current situation? Leon tells her we decided to lay low in a castle, but it looks like that was a bad move. Honigan asks for an explanation, and Leon tells her it appears this castle is connected with the Los Illuminatos. They must not get very many visitors, because they're giving out one hell of a welcome. Then she says, sounds bad. I have an idea. I need you too. And then she gets cut off, while Leon asks her to repeat. That might be the end of Hunnigan for a while, I think. Yeah, and Leon is still a funny guy, even though everything has happened. That's <laughs> happened. He's still got a sense of humor. Oh, that's that's good. <laughs> so we get back to gameplay, and we're in the interior of a castle, and it's all stone walls, stone floors, stone ceilings. There tends to be a lot of paintings everywhere, and a lot of tables, a lot of a lot of cupboards. The paintings you have stuff behind them. Some of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like gold bars and whatnot. Did you find any of that? No, I didn't. Oh. I mean, throughout the whole of the castle. Well, I'm not very fond of the castle. Okay. But anytime you see a painting or stuff, go up to it because it can move out of the way. Right. Okay. I didn't realize that. Yep. I, did, I didn't do any of them here. So on the far wall from where we entered is a platinum sword on a gold plaque and you can take it. I assume Leon's really strong because a platinum sword must weigh, four, like, must weigh a lot. I'm assuming it does. Is platinum heavier than gold? It doesn't tend to be... Uh, isn't it more dense? Uh, the atomic weight. Yeah. In the yeah, I think it is. Yes. Um, I'm not sure actually. Atomic weight, gold versus platinum. Platinum is much more dense than gold. Um. So it says here that platinum is approximately 11 percent heavier than fine gold. As a rule of thumb, platinum tends to be one third heavier than 18 karat gold. So this sword must be very heavy. Yeah, because it's huge. It's quite yeah. a big sword. Um, I just think of, you remember in Die Hard with a Vengeance, when Samuel Jackson gets the gold bar and he can barely carry it. And there must be more gold, must be more metal than what's in a gold bar to make the size of this sword. It's huge. It's like four foot long, three foot yeah, long. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Leon can take up this sword and we move upstairs. When we move up the stairs, we still get the music catapult when we get an enemy encounter, but several enemies start to attack us. So I waited at the bottom of the stairs, and as they come down, I just blew them away with a shotgun. I've just been using my shotgun up to this point, and that's you know, my weapon of choice. Just like Fatboy Slim. I was going to say, yeah, and, um, oh, what's the name of the actor? Christopher Walken. So we take them down, move up the stairs, and when you get to the top of the stairs, uh, some men will come in the door that we just did. 
with maces and flails and things, and one of them uh, was dressed in red, but he didn't have a goat helmet on, goat, goat skull. It was got like weird tattoos. But he seemed to wait downstairs. Yeah, he waited downstairs while the rest of them were all running upstairs. Yeah, getting slaughtered, and I ran down and slaughtered him. Yeah, he seemed to be the guy who was telling them to go and do the killing for him. So after you take them all out, the area is clear, you can pick up some items, but then there is a gold sword on the platinum plaque. So you take that off, put the platinum sword on the platinum plaque, run downstairs, and the gold sword on the gold plaque downstairs. And with that, the wall... Well, the plaque with the platinum sword on then slides out the way, revealing a door. Going through this door takes us back outside to a connecting bridge. And walking a few steps brings us a cutscene. Louise then catches up with Leon and Ashley. And he shouts for Leon. And he says, I've got something for you guys. And he searches his pocket. But then he doesn't seem to find anything. And he says, oh, I must have dropped it when I was running away from them. Ashley asks what? And Louise tells him to a drug that will stop the convulsions. Knows their carrier and says, have they been coughing up blood? Which they, like, admit to, but they seem to be ashamed to admit to it. Uh, Louise says, damn it, the eggs have hatched and we don't have time. Leon asks what he's talking about and he says he has to run off to get it and he turns away. And Ashley says she's going to go with him and he says, no, you stay here with Leon. He is better with the ladies, I'm sure. See, I mean, I, I, yeah. <laughs> This guy's got problems. He has got problems. Well, he came out of the closet and he wanted Leon to, to go at him. <laughs> and he gave him his wood. He gave him his wood, yeah. And then Leon goes to ask him why he is helping. But Louise cuts him off and says, it makes me feel better. Let's just leave it at that. I think I'm remembering why this is happening now, but I'm not going to mention it. Find out later. Yeah. So we check the map. And there's only one way to go. Even though there's a door in front of us, that door doesn't appear on the map. And you can't open it because it is tightly shut. But, you know, it's not there. So now we end up in the main castle. And as we walk around, we can hear laughter from someone. Walking a bit further on, starting another cut scene. As we walk forward, a guy shows up on the balcony. And he's quite a short guy, isn't he? And the man starts to talk. The man-child. And the man-child starts to talk, and he says, I was starting to wonder when you might notice us. Leon asks who he is, and he says, Eliamo Ramon Salazar, the eighth castellan of this magnificent architecture. I have been honoured with the prestigious power from the great Lord Sadler. I have been expecting you, my brethrens. And he's with these two gods, and they are like, if they have been affected by the, the last Plagas uh, stuff, they are really deformed, aren't they? Yeah, they're like two big bug guys. Yeah. They've got like weird features, like big, long insect-like arms, but they're covered in head-to-toe in these massive robes, so it's really hard to make anything out. They're like crab people. Yeah. Crab people, like from South Park. <laughs> Leon tells them, no thanks, bro. And he says he's a feisty one. I mean, bro, seriously. He sounds like a like a frat boy. Punk. Punk. All right, bro, you punk. He says, if you care for your own well-being, I suggest you surrender yourself and become a hostage. Or you can give us the girl, since you're not worth a penny, I'm afraid you can die. Then he turns to leave and his bodyguards are following him. Ashley proclaims that she's never going to turn into one of them. Leon agrees and says they'll find a cure. Back to control of the game. 
And as we walk forward towards where we want to head off, a massive wall just like appears out the ground and blocks the way. So now we're going to have to divert. Yep. And if you look around, you'll notice there's marble urns. And I think these have now replaced the barrels, haven't they? Yeah. I think there's some, maybe you might have some barrels later, but for now it's urns. Is that the massive wall that's shown up and there's like um, something you can put into it? Isn't that oh. where, you, where you put the pieces of the... Of I don't the know. I haven't got that far. Okay. I can't remember that, but I haven't got that far. We've got the end of this chapter. You check the map, you see some treasure. And if you spin around and type on the wall, it's purple gem. And there's three doors here, but two are blocked. So the only way to go is right. Uh, if you go through this door at the bottom of the corridor, you can see something shining on the wall that captures your attention straight away. So you move down towards it, and it's a note entitled, Capture Luis Serra. This reads, I have confirmation that Serra has entered the castle. Why would he return during his escape leaves me to question his motives, but we must seize this moment and capture him. We will get the other two Americans after we apprehend Serra. It appears he took some vaccines when he stole our sample. The vaccines we can do without, but we must retrieve the sample, for it is our lifeblood. I feel there is someone else or some other ground involved in this whole affair. If the sample were to get in the hands of that other entity, the world we seek to create will not come. We must apprehend Sarah as quickly as possible. So carrying on from this note, you get to these two horse statues, and what do you think they're spitting out? Is it steam? I think it's steam. Yeah. Um, it, 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 yeah, it looks like it's steam. It's the only thing that makes sense because it couldn't be water because you could walk through water. Um, but if it's steam, it would instantly burn the hell out of you, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's not gas or anything like that either. No. So that stops you away. But if you look right, there's a painting of a man holding a gun. And on this painting is a prison key, which is about to lead us to a demiboss. So if you go back to where we were, from that first door we entered to the left, there's a door. And then when Leon interacts with it, he says, it looks like it could be a prison door. And that's too far on the money for me. It's too much on the money. It's like too good of an answer. You know, you could have just said, oh, it looks like this is heavily barricaded or something. But no, no, you had to say it's a prison door. So you use the key, door opens up, go down the stairs. And you're in a small dungeon area, would you like to call it? Yeah, it's a dungeon and there's a guy kind of chained to a wall. There's a cell within this dungeon and the guy is bound up. And on each side of the dungeon, there's two bells. So as we open the cell, you approach the man, and it, the camera zooms in on him, and his eyes have been sewn up, so he's blind. As you get closer, stepping in the cell causes the man to break free of the shackles and attack us. The music Garador starts to play, and this is the demi-boss Garador. And I like this boss mechanic, we do. So he's blind, and he can react to sound. So if you don't move... Because I had Ashley down here, but I told her to stop before I entered the the cell. Yeah. And she just managed to not get touched by anyone and just was stood there the whole time because I didn't tell her to move again. Like, the guy never attacked her. Yeah, I told her to stay. So if you shoot the bell, he'll charge at it, but he will destroy it, so you need to do it twice. And then he has the, um, the parasite on his back and you meant to shoot that. Yeah, but the thing about this guy is he has huge metal claws. Yeah, massive. So when he hits the bell, um, or when he runs at you, he can get stuck in the wall. So he'll yeah. swing his claws and then he gets stuck. And then when he's stuck, you can shoot him in the back. Yeah, and you can just you don't need the belt to do that. You just fire your gun at him and he will charge and hopefully get stuck and you can shoot him in the back. Yeah, even if even if you don't get him stuck, you can kind of, if you're quiet, you can just wait until he goes past you and shoot him in the back. So you hit him in the back five or six times and he goes down... And you go 
into the cell once he's dead and there's a lever to his right wave bound up on the right hand side and you pull that and stops the steam so you head back up towards the horse statues and get ready because you're about to get attacked by half a dozen guys that come from the direction of the steam however you know it's just normal guys and once they are dead there's double doors at the bottom walk through screen fades black and fades in again immediately the music Gennaro 4 starts and this is a very memorable room I think it's a large room and there are four small pools of water around and at the back there are four sets of stairs in front of us are seven men two with shields and one red guy plus some normal guys and they don't do anything I don't think until you walk take a step forward and then they decide what to do so I went right causing other people to try and go right and it's much easier to pick them off if you back yourself into a corner because you can't be attacked from behind and with your view mm-hmm. you come into the room and you shoot them with your rifle first right so you did yeah but you can't get all of them because then they start coming to you and then the shield guys you throw a grenade and that messes dead that's them done yeah um, and then you pull out your rifle again and start just picking people off that's right right well Although I, I just... think I did die once so you got a bit overwhelmed well, I failed once because I shot Ashley. So. Wait, you're not supposed to shoot Ashley. She got picked up by someone, and then I aimed, span around, aim, and shot, and I accidentally shot her. So for the shield guys, like from now, I'm using the TMP a lot, because obviously I said I just bought it when we got in the castle, and I upgraded it to like three and a half damage, so it's quite strong. Okay. And I got, I got 500 bullets, so the TMP rips through the shield, just absolutely instantly, it's, it's great. I found a grenade, it's useful. So I seem to be picking up loads of grenades. I'm like, well, I might as well use them. Once you beat them first seven guys, more guys then come out from the sides, meaning about 12 people in this area. You take them out and you go to the back of the room and down some stairs. And there's four sets of stairs, but they all lead to the same door. This door leads to a small room that's blue. It's blue walls and ceilings. And it's a very simple weight puzzle. There's two large buttons, one in each corner. You stand actually on one, tell it to wait, then you go stand on the other. This then causes a crank to appear in the main room. And when you exit the blue room to head towards the crank, there's already more men waiting from the from us. Like, and the guy was right right on top of you, wasn't he? Like yeah, you come yeah. out the door and he was there on your left instantly. Fortunately, I had my super TMP and I just blew him away. I died to one of I remember I died to one of these guys. The, that guy who was super on you. I blew his head off and then turned around to shoot another guy, but didn't realize that he had one of those <sighs> big things out. And the next thing I turn around and he'd taken my head off. Oh man. So yeah, I was really annoyed about that because I <laughs> I blasted him in the head. He was down, and then I turned around and but didn't realize that there was another parasite coming out of him. You move the top of the stairs, and there's more men, so it's probably close to twenty guys by now. And when we defeat those, we can interact with the crank, and it says, "What is this for?" Only one way to find out. Then ask if you want to use Leon or Ashley. Um, so I chose Ashley to operate the crank, which is slow, really slow. But I was worried that somebody might attack us in the meantime, so I thought, oh, I'll let Ashley do it, then I can defend. I did the same. And this drops a drawbridge to the upper area, and there's two kind of rooms, one left, one right, and one of them had a first aid spray in for me. Uh, yeah. Again, push on forward, but you don't have to go very far, a few, you know, 20 steps or so, and the path is blocked. But at the other other side of the path, there's a door, um, but in between, it's just all water in between, and it looks like it's quite deep water, so you can't just wade through. Above us, there's kind of like this mezzanine platform that surrounds the room. And you need to boost Ashley higher, and there's a crank each side. So she asks Leon for a boost, and she says, watch out for me. Once that happens, some 
what what we call them cultists cultists yeah cultists some cultists then started to attempt to attack ashley but i never had a rifle at this stage so i had to take them down with a red nine uh i had the red nine as well so i was taking them down with that too and it's not too hard is it that some guys will come and attack you some guys will attack ashley they did pick her up once but i shot him in the legs and he fell down and dropped her yeah that's the thing you've got to be careful i had her picked up a couple of times i didn't realize until you've said it now that if you could accidentally shoot her while she's been carried off, because I've been just shooting, I had been shooting just, you know, uh, thinking, oh, that, it won't hit her. Mm-hmm. No, it can, definitely can. Okay. But no, I didn't hit her. So she'll do one crank, and this will cause platforms to come out of the water. And then when she has done the one crank, she'll run to the other side, do the other crank, and cause the other platforms to come up. Then when she's done, she will walk back to the edge of the mezzanine and call us over to catch her on the way down. Once that's done, you turn around and you start jumping over these platforms. And this, once we get over the platforms, through the doors, it takes us to a room with these giant upside-down statues. Yeah, they were weird. Yeah, really weird. I think one of them had like a a spindle in its eye. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. There's a merchant. Welcome. And he has nothing new, but I did buy the rifle at this point. Because I thought, oh, after that last bit, I thought I really would have liked the rifle, so I bought one, semi-automatic. Do you put a scope on it? No, not yet. I never buy the scope. Buy the scope. I might do now because I've obviously got the larger attaché case. I bought a, a rifle with a scope way back. Oh, no, you did. But you still get a scope anyway. I just don't think it zooms as far. Yeah, but it's really handy for picking people off of, like, towers and stuff, like in that mine area or whatever, quarry area and stuff like that. And the, cat- the catapult guys, it was, it was great. Right, I'll have to probably get one, really. Now, we find the first merchant shooting range in this area. And it's, let's see, it's it's exactly what it says in the tin, really. It's a shooting range where Ganados pop up. You have to shoot them for points. Every fifth one in a row you hit, it, the, the scenery opens up and you get like a bonus target of a Salazar on the background. And for getting a certain score, you get caps. And collecting the caps, you get little miniature prizes, I think. Yeah, they're like uh, miniature figurines of different people in the game, and then they play a sound. Yeah, and I think there's several. There must be several um, shooting ranges throughout the game. Yes, there are. But it's probably good to do. I think you get some money as well. Uh, uh, do you? I can't remember. Maybe. Okay, I can't remember either. So if you want to do that, no problem. And then you move on down the corridor, and a cutscene kicks in. And whilst they're inside the large hall, Ashley begins to cough up blood, and then Leon becomes concerned about her, asking if she's okay. And it's it's so out of character because she's been like basically completely dependent on Leon. Now she says, "I'm fine, leave me alone," and, and pushes him and runs away, completely out of character. Yeah. But he shouts for her to wait, and then steel spikes start to come out the ground in the wall to separate them. You can't get to her, and. I don't know, this this also bugs me because you can clearly see on the wall that there is something there and Ashley just happens to push herself up right in the middle of the wall, right up against this apparatus, which causes these steel straps to come round and hold her in place. And the wall spins around, doesn't it? It yep. takes her away. She, she then shouts what's going on and it rotates and... How very convenient. Yeah, don't worry, Ashley, I'm coming for you. And that's it. That's the end of chapter. But he has no way of knowing that... How, how, well, I mean, he, I guess he will eventually work out how to get to her, but... Yeah, but he doesn't know. How does he know she's okay? How does no, he, he doesn't. How, well, I suppose I suppose in a way he does because 
they've been saying they want to capture her, you know, and that she's worth something to them. So I guess in a way he does. And why did she go run off? I mean, she's not, she's old enough. She's acting like a child. She's, he's there to save her. She's seen all of these crazy cults this guy's carrying off before. Yeah. And, and at no point has she been annoyed at Leon for showing concern for her, but all of a sudden it's like, whoa, no, leave me alone just because she's yeah. coughing up blood. Like, if anything, surely if she started coughing up blood, the panic might set in and she would maybe run to him for comfort. Anyway. But if that didn't happen, then the, then the next part of the yeah, game yeah. wouldn't work, I suppose. But anyway, end and stats. So hit ratio, I'm on 79 and 82. I had 82 and 82. Oh, right, okay, so I've got the overall the same. Enemies killed. I don't think you'll ever catch me on this, unfortunately, now then. So I've got 59 and 327. Yeah, I've got 58 and 285. Uh, deaths, 3, so total 8. I had 3, so total 12. So Nice, okay. And that's where we leave it after this one. So uh, what we discovered was um, Michael has played the game. You've, you've finished it, haven't you? I finished it, yes. So I really liked it, so I went all the way through it. So there's quite a lot of chapters. So I think we're going to try and cover two a week to sort of try and get this off in 10, epi- 10, 10 episodes, yeah. Well, I found it, the game took me about 16, 16 hours, I think, in total. Yeah. Um. So game, does it tell you how much you played on it? No. I turn on, on, the, stats, I turn on the stats, it would have told me how long I had done up to that point. No, not in the stats. Doesn't. No, it doesn't on the stats, no. Just when you save. Yep. When you I'm save. about four and a bit hours to this point. But yeah, so we're thinking two chapters a week if you're playing along at home to try and stick with us. Uh, so that was, what was that one again? Sorry, that was 3 That was one. the end of 3 1, yeah. And the 3 1, so we've got 3 2, 3 3 next week. Right. So, which means I need to play the game again because I played that about three weeks ago and then haven't touched it since. Um, okay, well, I just so... found once I started playing it that I really got into it and I just wanted to see where it was going. Yeah. Um, I was very surprised at how long, it, how much more there was, mm-hmm. um, how much more there was. I mean, I didn't think that this game was that long. The castle becomes a distant memory like later on, doesn't it? And then five yeah. hours from now, you're like, whoa, yeah, remember yeah. the castle? Yeah. Remember yeah. the village at the start? Yeah. Even that seems like a while ago. Yeah, different time. Different time. So have you managed to prep a fact for us? Um, not necessarily a fact. But, yeah, it's hard to give zombie facts or something that's not real. Well, but yeah. looking at the, the the general keyword or the genre keyword on IMDb for zombie movies. Yeah. Um, do you can you tell me what the the highest grossing zombie film is of all time? I was very surprised, and I haven't seen this. Is it um, just something like Day of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead? No, it's World War Z. Oh yeah, World War Z. I have seen that. Brad, and I've, Brad I've never Pitt. read the book. Do you know what the second highest one is? And I wouldn't class this as a zombie movie. Hotel Transylvania. Hotel Transylvania. Are you joking me? Yeah. Then the next one, I've seen the next two, Zombieland and Zombieland Double Tap. Yeah, seen that. Uh, Warm Bodies. I'm not sure if I've seen that. Yeah, Warm Bodies. Yeah, that's the one where the zombie falls in love with a girl, I think. He's in like a, a mall or, a, or an airport or something. Yeah, I've seen another one where there was a zombie... Um, What's her name? Can't remember now. Um, the next one then is Resident Evil Afterlife. So, right, I would have expected the original Resident Evil would have been higher up than that. I don't uh, think it was well known when the first one came out, though. Yeah, but the, the uh, and then the the top ten Dawn of the Dead. Um, mm-hmm. but all of the top ones are all from the two thousands. Yeah. Um, number eight then is Death Becomes Her. 
So, I mean, is that technically is zombies? That, is that I a guess, zombie film? Well, I think they technically. Pet Cemetery. That's zombies. Pet Cemetery. Is that the Stephen King? Yeah, where they, you know, the the family, the kids die or something, and the guy, or is it? Yeah. And of course. Anyway, no, not the. Not, don't spoiler. Yeah. Of course, the Simpsons did uh, Pet Pet Cemetery yeah. on one of the Treehouse of Horror. And then the, the tenth one is Paranorman. I've seen that. That's like Paranorman. Yeah, that's a. Is, is uh, it a comedy? It's an animated thing. It's a uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, the original Resident. I was very surprised to, that that uh, something like Twenty Eight Days Later wasn't higher up, because um, that was really good. Um, the original Resident Evil is only fifteenth. The top one, World War Z, has two hundred and two million dollars worldwide since it was released in twenty thirteen. I thought there would have been more zombie movies. Hotel Transylvania is it a zombie movie? Nah, it's maybe not a well, it's got a zombie in it. It's got a zombie in it. It's not a zombie movie. It's not a zombie film, is it? It's... Maybe people can let us know what they think. Yeah. What's your mm. favorite zombie movie? That's what mm. we can ask people. Yeah. What is your favorite zombie film, Michael? I quite like Zombieland, to be honest with you. I thought that was great. Zombieland was a good one. Yeah, the, sec- the sequel wasn't as good. No, it wasn't. Um, 28 Days Later, I thought was fantastic. Never watched it. Probably really should. It's yeah. got Killian Murphy in it. Is he the main guy? Uh, yes. I'm trying to think if I got a favorite zombie film. I just, I quite just enjoyed the. Um, was it remake of Dawn of the Dead? You know, the one where they used the the mall for the model the mall on Dead Rising. Off that one, I think. Yeah, that's from two thousand four. Yeah, I like. I enjoyed that one. I've never watched a lot of zombie films to be. What fair. about Shaun of the Dead? Oh yeah, actually. <laughs> If you, now you mention it, that would probably be my favorite zombie film, Shaun of the Dead. There it's a very go. good film, you know. Dogs can't look up. Let's all go and what's the name of the pub? The oh, oh man, you can't look it up. If you look it up, it's not good for your brain. No, I'm not going to look. You it need up. you need you need to make them neuron connections to get your Let's brain. Let's all go to the. It's the something, isn't it? Yeah, it's the something, and until this blows over. Oh man, let's all go to the no mall. No. Anyway, we can put that in as a patch note next week. Ah, uh, let's just look it up. No, 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 no! You can't. Okay, we, we'll just leave it as a kind of a uh, running over, and then we can see if people want to. Oh man, if people want to tell us, next. Not, people the, can message us. The the Wessington, we, we, Winsington, Wessington. Take the Wessington, I think. Okay. It's definitely well, something W. Let's leave it there and see where we are next week. Okay then. So yeah. On that on that note, I guess it will be good night from me. Good night from me. A good night from him. We're like <laughs> two Ronnies. <laughs> I wasn't going for that. But yeah. <laughs> good night all and we'll talk to you next week. Alright, see you later.